I want so desperately to get sponsored by Aleve. It's not even funny. <laughs> you know, it, uh, it's yeah. going to be a fucked up kind of week when you hurt sitting down. Oh, damn. Well, it's just, you know, the knee thing. And What'd then, you do? You know, I didn't do anything except be fat and oh, <laughs> arthritis. Okay. And, gotcha. And, and have no cartilage in my knees. But, but for all the sponsors over there for products of people over 50, we're here. And yeah, we would totally. love, love, love some sponsorship. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to take any of that stuff prior to Tuesday's procedure. Ah, uh, yes. I had to stop taking it. So, yeah, by the time, uh, by the end of the day, Tuesday, man, my knees were hurting. How did everything come out? <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> uh, you and Dwight both are so funny. We are. Yeah, bringing me White Castle after that. Well, and okay, yeah. now... For Dude. everybody, okay, so for everybody out there who does not know the pleasure of White Castle, I miss White Castle. White Castle is the shittiest little burger on a bun with 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 um, pickles and onions. And it's it comes, one pickle. It's one because it's the one the, because the burger because the burger is not much bigger than the pickle. <laughs> Yeah, and exactly. but you get them in bags of eight, <laughs> yeah, and you get yes. fries with them, and they are fucking delicious, especially when you're you know you you're drunk or you're out with friends, and, and if your constitution cannot handle questionable meat products, <laughs> very much like Patty said, you should not be having White Castle because it will run through you. White Castle is awesome. Don't get me wrong. I am not throwing shade at the overall mm -hmm. White Castle experience. What I'm saying is you, after a colonoscopy, should not have been given White Castle. <laughs> no, I should not have been given White Castle. No, I should not. <laughs> Either that or instead of the goo they give you to flush you out, you should be given White Castle. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know that I could eat, eat like a gallon of White Castle. In one evening, though. Oh, my God. I've certainly tried. Oh. Hence what led to my knee problems. Nice <laughs> how I bring that back. <laughs> On that note. Welcome back to The Watch List with Patty and Bill. Make sure you subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure you catch up on all of your back episodes of The Watchlist with Patty and Bill by logging on to thewatchlistpod.com. And don't forget to engage us on social media. We are quite social people. At yeah. symbol the watchlist pod, at symbol pirate Alice, at symbol Bill Ivory Larson. So other than that, how you doing? I'm doing okay. Good. My knees hurt like, like a son of a bitch today. Mine are better. And there's... And there's no rhyme or reason to it. And, I, and I'm convinced sometimes it's what you eat that has that kind of like swelling thing in your body or, you know, I don't, I don't know. But there's Weather? no rhyme or reason. It could be. Yeah. I haven't really tracked either, you know, outer influences versus when my knees hurt more than usual. Oh, my God. Today I felt like they were going to fucking break. Mm. 
and that's not good. So we're in a we're in a department store today because we have a wedding to go to tomorrow. As do I. Oh, that's right. Okay. An outdoor wedding. And it's gonna be like ninety-eight and stormy and oh, so that gross. Sucks. Yeah. Just don't oh, and the bride's gotta wear white too. That's up to her. <laughs> <laughs> Not all brides feel they need to. So we're in uh we're in a department store today. And I will take this moment to say I miss Marshall Fields. But anyway. So we're in a department store and Lauren knows that I like holding a cart just like mm. a regular push cart because yes. it, it is part walker for me. Same here. You know, it, it, it <laughs> takes the pressure off of my legs and I'm, and I'm not shy about admitting that, but you know, I'm not about to get an actual walker walker. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. So I'm pushing it around through the duration and we're just about to leave. And four other ladies come into the store. And one of them says, I'll take that from you. And then another lady behind her says, oh, yeah, don't you? We got the Walker crew here. So they all take baskets and they're all doing the same thing right after me. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, man. I, I just so everybody out there with arthritis or knee problems or no cartilage, we feel you. Yeah. Literally. Uh. <laughs> But but here's a segue for you. But you know what the perfect activity is while you're sitting on your ass? Watching TV. Watching TV. Oh. So can I start by of by backtracking for you a can second? Start. Based on your recommendation and actually the recommendation of April and Dante. Shout out to April and Dante. What up? I watched Gunpowder Milkshake. Ah. And I've, I've got to say, it is stylized action. I liked it. Yes, it was a lot of fun. It was very entertaining. If I had not seen John Wick first, oh, it would yes. have been a lot better. Yes, it definitely would have been a lot better. But and on its own, just it was after the shit I had watched. It was really great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I have loved for years the idea of a female action picture. I still, you know, completely, you know, why we're surprised that Angelina made so much fucking money off of Salt or, or you know, Scarlett Johansson makes all this money off Black Widow. Why are we surprised about that? Women kick ass. We all know yeah. this. Mm -hmm. So when you have Carla Gugino, you have Angela Bassett, you have uh, Karen Gilliam, you have... All of these amazing people. Is it Michelle Yeoh that's in that movie Michelle also? Michelle Yeoh and Lena... Lena... Lena Headley. Thank you, Headley. Yes. You could have just said Circe and I would have, I yeah, would have known yeah. that. Yeah, Queen Circe. Queen, yes. <laughs> um, and you know you're going to have an awesome picture. You absolutely yeah. know it. Oh, totally. But the problem was we watched this movie... And as we went through it, we were picking out the moments in John Wick that it borrowed from. Oh, and it and it was uh, it made me almost wish that I had not seen John Wick parts one and two first. Mm. You know, like when they go and and spoiler alert in five, four, three, two, one. When they go to the library. Mm hmm. And Carla Gugina's character, the librarian, who mirrors very closely the sommelier from John Wick Part Two, mm -hmm. 
when they go to all these different novels and all the different novels have all the different types of guns in them based kind of loosely and weapons, on the story yeah. and weapons and all that other sort of stuff. I was like, but this is the sommelier from John Wick 2. And then the stylized action, the slow-mo sequence in the diner is straight out of The Matrix, the shot where they come into the building. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that movies don't borrow from other movies. What I will say is this. If you have not seen John Wick, watch Gunpowder Milkshake first. Fair. Other, other fair, than fair. that, but... Having seen John Wick, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, oh, I it was yeah. a, it was a great picture. Sets itself up for sequel. Bloody bloody blah. It was totally a lot of fun. It, I mean, it's it's not gonna like change your world. It's not trying to tell some, you know, giant political story or anything like that. It's just a fun action movie. Yeah, it's a fun action movie where the very flawed main character. Mm-hmm. actually sets about the action on her own. Yeah, totally. It's totally her fault. Yep. To be, to be honest, it's her fault. So you'll <laughs> have to watch more because I'm not giving that away. But anywho, so what else did you watch this week? Or do you want to talk about the thing that we both watched before we get into the other thing? Let's talk about the thing we both watched. All right. So we both watched A Quiet Place Part 2. Yes. Now, how did you watch it? I watched it on the Paramount Plus. Yes. Because I'm not leaving my house. I hate people. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I swear to you, when we were in that department store today, I would say a good 60 to 70% of people were wearing masks again. Oh, good. And I'm, and I'm, but we weren't. Mm. And so I felt wrong, even though in our state, we, we are actually highly vaccinated. We are very close to 70% vaccination rate. So in my mind, I'm like, are these people not vaccinated? Or are they just being extra careful? Should I be breathing right now? Or should I be holding my breath in an oxygen <laughs> tank? I have no idea. Yeah. But any, yeah. but any who's he, I hate people too. But for five bucks signing up for Paramount Plus to watch A Quiet Place Part 2, what did you think of it? Um, I liked that it gave us more background on the beginning of everything. Mm-hmm. And it was cool to, to watch and the sound, the way they played with the sounds, you know, from total silence to hearing noises, especially the chaos in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That was kind of cool. And just the everyday life before the chaos and all the sounds you hear. That was cool. Um, Overall, it was a sequel to a really good movie. Yes. My biggest problem with this movie was casting Jaimon Hansu in it. He was very underutilized there. Extremely. Yeah. And I hate stunt casting. Oh. And I'll get to that a little bit more in the other big thing that I'm going to be reviewing, okay. The Suicide Squad. But Jaimon Hansu in this movie could have been any actor. Yeah, it could have been anybody. Could have been anybody. Like, just me pulled off the street even, really. Exactly. So for for the very little that that character does, and to be featured in the official trailer for this movie... 
which is a complete marketing ploy on their part. Mm-hmm. And kudos to them, those bastards. I was waiting for Jaimon Hansu to do some shit. Yeah. Either be a good guy, a bad guy, whatever, because Jaimon Hansu has done both and blah, blah, blah. But he's useless. It could have been any actor. Yeah. yeah. And Killian Murphy had way more to do. Yeah. But I thought, you know, I. it does give us more background based on the beginning of them. Yeah. And also how intelligent they are. The aliens, that is. Mm-hmm. But I got to say, the slow thing at the end, I was like, all right, come on. I would raise a gun faster than that if I was trying to shoot something that was incapacitated. Right. Yeah. But as far as sequels go, not too shabby. Yeah. So if you are, if you loved A Quiet Place, check out A Quiet Place too. And especially on Paramount Plus, because it's totally worth five bucks on Paramount Plus. And you'll find a couple other things to watch on there, I'm sure. So would you recommend Quiet Place 2? If you like the first one, yeah, go ahead and watch the second one. Okay. Yeah. Kind of how I feel about it, too. Yeah. Because you know a part three is going to come at some point. Oh, you know it, yeah. You know it, because Earth's got to have the all-out war. Right? Right. Yeah. All right. So what else did you watch this week? I watched the movie The Hunt. Now, you may recall this movie. It was supposed to be released in September of 2019. But after the Dayton and El Paso mass shootings, Universal pulled it from its release schedule. Ah. In March of 2020 is when it was finally released. And then three days after the theatrical release, Universal made it available through the premium VOD. Okay. Ah, so you may remember right. this is the movie that was meant to be about the group of elites who hunt actual humans. Okay. Yeah. And it was yeah. all a big hoo-ha of the Democrats and the Republicans and that kind of shit. You know, the liberal Democrats hunting down the, the deplorable Republicans. So what the, what they were trying to do the movie was written by Nick Hughes and Damon Lindoff. Okay. Yeah. And then it was produced by Jason Blum of Blumhouse Productions. Okay. It was meant to be satire about the political divide between the two parties. Oh, okay. Honestly, though, it's just crap. Everyone <laughs> in this movie's an asshole. You don't care about a goddamn one of them. On either side, they're all a bunch of uh, just fucking dicks. And Uh, you don't care what happens. Really? I just didn't care about any of them. Aw. It was uh, just not a good movie. Yeah, and this movie is one of those that thought it was all that, but it's really just crap. Ah, okay. Well, I'm sorry you wasted that time of your life. Uh, it was a Dwight choice. <laughs> it wasn't a me choice. Nice. He's giving a thumbs up over there. That was totally nice. his choice. Yeah. How did the bus feel rolling over you, Dwight? Was that good? <laughs> he can't hear you. <laughs> okay. It was okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's not one right. that I, I, it wasn't, I didn't, it's not one that I wanted to see either. 
based on like early trailer views and all the hoo-ha that was going on back then. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, okay. So I, I only have one other thing this week. Okay. So when do you want to get to that? Do you want to keep going? Because you have more stuff. Than I, yeah, yeah, I got a couple going. more things. Yeah, go um, do your thing. The other thing I watch is on Netflix. It's a docu-series called How to Become a Tyrant. Excellent. It has six episodes. They're like half an hour each. It is narrated by Peter Dinklage, which it's amazing. Him talking okay. about this. It's kind of like a playbook on how to to become a tyrant, a dictator. And wow. they they show people like Hitler, Saddam Hussein, Idi Amin, Stalin, Gaddafi, uh, Kim Il-sung of North Korea, all of them. They show like what they've done in different episodes. Like the, the first one is called Seize Power. So it's telling you how to grab the power. And then it shows how these guys did it. And it's obvious that they're not telling you to do this. Mm-hmm. It's more like a cautionary tale because it always focuses on where they went wrong. No. And Peter Dinklage, he is like the perfect narrator for this series. He's got the best voice and he's got some of that just little snarkiness <laughs> going on as he talks as he talks about things. Well, yeah. he is great for that. Yeah, he I mean so he's the perfect choice to to narrate this. And they they show some of this with um archival footage as well and they utilize a lot of animation too and some of the how tactics and tools to use to do it. It's a really fun series. I mean, it's okay. short, six short little episodes. Awesome. It's a lot of fun. Something cool if you want to learn more about tyrants and dictators and such. <laughs> I did want to mention one other thing, though. Okay. Movies that made us, uh, the movies that made us, mm-hmm. it's a Netflix series. And it had four episodes when it debuted, dropped some more episodes this year. Oh, nice. And they're they're basically 45 to 50 minute documentaries on how extremely popular movies got made. Okay. And I yeah, rewatched yeah, I the remember. one. And to show you that I have the brain power that God gave a flea, <laughs> I honestly saw, oh, you dropped new episodes. Oh my God, you have Die Hard. And Die Hard was one of the original ones that they talked about. <laughs> so I ended up rewatching that shit. I'm like, oh nice. fuck, I'm you such don't even a loser. Watching it. Oh man, dude. But this new, but this new batch features movies like Pretty Woman and Back to the Future. Oh, okay. And and Forrest Gump. So oh, nice. I'm very interested in watching that. I haven't yeah. seen any of them yet, but if they're on the same par, hmm. if you love movies and especially classic movies in the pop culture. Movies that made us on Netflix. Huh. Speaking of new episodes that dropped, uh, Kingdom, the Korean zombie series that takes place in uh, like 1592, 1598 area. Yes. Has dropped a single episode oh. called Kingdom Ashen of the North. It oh. is a kind of like a prequel episode it follow it gives the backstory of the character ashen that we saw briefly at the end of season two and it looks at the events that unfolded in north in the north before everything of these two seasons happened okay so seasons one and two of kingdom only have six episodes apiece 
So okay. if you haven't seen Kingdom, which it's a Korean period zombie series, yeah, which is really awesome and fabulous. Uh, and I, I haven't seen this new episode yet, but I totally, I, I totally want to. It's like an hour excellent. and a half long or so. That's good. Yeah. I just, I just wondered out loud because we were watching baseball today and two of the pitchers in the baseball game had epic beards. Mm. And I, and I, and I look at shows like the walking dead and wonder how certain characters just don't have all the facial facial growth. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, and, and I look at shows like that and, and I'm a fat dude. I am not, please. I make no qualms about that. I don't catfish anybody. That was my major problem with Lost. Because, you know, there was a big dude on Lost, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They were on that island for, for how long? I Don't ask me. I stopped watching after, like, season two. Right. Wouldn't he have lost weight? You would I would think. have. You would think. And And therefore, wouldn't the people in The Walking Dead all have mad facial hair or butchered haircuts or, you know, like, you know, basically apocalyptic salon dues. <laughs> I, I just have no idea. Well, uh, uh, if they've got scissors and soap, like somebody can trim your hair. It wouldn't be like perfect unless there's like somebody who knows how to do that around well that's what i'm saying to you but, a survival yeah. skill is not you know hairstylist yeah. no <laughs> not, not yeah well no no definitely uh, not. anyway yeah yeah I, I i don't know i don't know how to answer that man that so so when you said zombie that's the first thing that came to my mind ah. is hmm. well this takes place in you know 1592 1598 area of the joseon period of korea so they already have all the facial hair and their hair is uh, really true. long and tied up into little tiny knots. The men anyway, on their head with these weird hats on. Um, they don't bathe anyway. I don't know. Oh, only the nobility really get to bathe properly. Yeah. And I would imagine that that's throughout the world too. Yeah. During know, that movies... period of time. So yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, that's I good. All right. Really well... completely. Wait, well, you know, it's 1500, so there was nothing modern. Like Life we have expectancy today. was 30. Yeah, I mean, they didn't have cars <laughs> and trucks to break down on the side of the road. They weren't used to TV and, you know, fabricated in a factory clothing and toothpaste and whatnot. Yeah, true that. <laughs> so they're still living the way they usually do off the land. So, Bill, how are those legs? Well, I kind of <laughs> hurt today. You are cast out. You can no longer provide <laughs> yeah. for our village. Yeah. But I can still talk and, and <laughs> cut hair. No, you must go now. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's why this is a, a I think it, it's more interesting of a zombie genre series. True. But also, yeah. it's just really good. And it's dubbed for those who don't want to read the screen. Perfect. Perfect. So I watched, I, I got invited to a screening of the new James Gunn the Suicide Squad. Mm -hmm. Now, a few years ago, there was a Suicide Squad movie that starred, right. you know, Jared Leto and Will Smith and Margot Robbie and a few other people, right? Mm -hmm. 
And the problem with the DC universe is that it was never a cohesive universe. Right. Because so, there's like 20 different Batmans and a few different Supermans, right? And so, several Spider-Mans. No, Spider-Man's Marvel. Spider-Man is Marvel. Sorry. I was just thinking that there's multiples of them. Yes. Anyway. Anyway, which, moving on. Which, which somebody seems to finally be on the ball with it at Warner Brothers to finally deal with a multiverse and all that other sort of stuff. So we should be seeing that in the Flash movie. But that's neither here nor there right now. Okay. But this movie is the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. And there is um, a character by the name of Amanda Waller. And she's played by Viola Davis. She was pl- she played the same character in both movies. And she is the head of this very shadow government agency that carries out uh, different operations around the world with criminals. And these criminals are given and and these these criminals are all in like supermax, very, you know, like secure prisons. We don't even know these prisons exist, but she gives them time off of their sentences for doing dangerous missions that you should not be coming back from. Hence Suicide Squad. Uh Well, in this iteration, she sends Margot Robbie, John Cena, Pete Davidson, Idris Elba. And a few others, and a and a character named Rick Flag, who was also in the previous Suicide Squad, okay, uh, to deal with to deal with this plot, and I'll get to that a little bit later. <laughs> but remember what I said about stunt casting? Yes. I'm I'm just going to okay this movie has not come out yet so we actually have something of a of a you know spoiler like a real mm. genuine spoiler yeah. as in you know it's if if it's been out for 10 years and you haven't seen it by now kind of thing no this is legitimately a spoiler so if you do not want to know anything about suicide squad stop listening now okay there are characters in this that just die. Their purpose in this movie is to die. So they're like red shirts. They are red shirts, but these are actors of note. Hmm. And I kind of hesitate to tell you who they are just because it is so spoilerific. Well, then don't tell me. So I'm not going to tell you. Good. Don't. But, there, but there are certain actors in this that I, that God damn it, they could have been anybody, hmm. but they put them in there to pull certain segments of the audience, to show that they're cool, to show that they're making nods to things, blah, blah, blah. But it's fucking frustrating when the trailers are built around these people, whether it's a small part or a large part, and then they just die. Yeah. But anyhow. Okay, people, you can come back now. So the Suicide Squad is sent in to deal with an experiment that has gone horribly wrong Mm -hmm. and has generated a giant mutant starfish with one eye. I kid you not. Okay. Do you remember the old uh, Gamera stuff and the old um, Godzilla stuff from way back when, the Toho stuff that we used to watch on Channel 44? Yeah, a bit, yeah. All right. 
the giant star creature reminded me so much of the old Gamera shit and the uh, old Johnny Sacco and these giant flying robot. Oh, uh, man. I was like, this is cheesy. Hmm. That I literally was in the theater wondering why and how Marvel could do such a good job at bringing virtual characters to life, like a tree in Groot, mm-hmm. Thanos, yeah, uh, and and different characters to to make us feel for them. I mean, David, shout out, David. David and I had a conversation about how we actually felt for Thanos in the, in those movies in in Endgame and in Infinity War. Mm-hmm. How do they do such a great job at villains and shit that make no sense whatsoever? And yet DC comes out with a giant fucking starfish with an eye in the middle of its body. And I think and I call bullshit. Well, any hmm. the wackiness ensues from there. Great. Yeah. Great. Great. So uh, Suicide Squad. Meh. Really? And, yeah. and I'll say mm-hmm. and I'll say meh. Because I think because it is James Gunn and there are certain nods to Guardians of the Galaxy in this movie as well. Another James Gunn thing. And if you already have HBO Max, it will be free to you. Oh, I don't think I realized that. Okay. Yes, it falls under the entire Warner Brothers. Hey, everything in 2021 is free thing. All right. So as long as you don't have to pay extra money for it, go right ahead. Okay. It's it's diverting. I would be pissed if I paid 15 bucks for it. Oh, okay. Good to know. Not worth it. And consequently, not worth subscribing to HBO Max for. Hmm. There are other things worth subscribing to HBO right. Max for. Right. Okay. This ain't one of them. I watched a movie. It's from Taiwan. It's called The Ninth Precinct. It's a supernatural thriller type cop show. Uh-huh. And it is dubbed if you don't want to read it. You could listen, you know, they'll they have it dubbed into English. And it's about this idealistic cop who discovers a murderer during a routine traffic stop. His partner gets killed. But a ghost distracts the murderer, giving this young cop the opening he needs to shoot the culprit. And then in his report, he puts in there that a ghost saved his life. And his uh, chief is saying, you need to revise this. You can't have that in there. And he's like, but it's true. So that's when he gets recruited into... The Ninth Precinct, which is an underground division of the police there in Taiwan that deals with ghosts in the supernatural realm. So sort of torchwoody, but not otherworldly, just supernaturally. Correct. Oh, neat. Yeah. It's, Where it's, is this? It's on Netflix. It's about 90-ish minutes, give or take. And it was a fun show to watch. Um, the ending makes it seem like they might do more, but I, I have no idea if they actually will. But it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of a fun, different show to watch, different movie to watch. 
Well, that's awesome. And that's the international show. Yeah. Well, part two international show because you did one before. I, yeah, I did. Because yeah. that new episode has dropped and I was going to watch it and then I realized I was out of time. Uh, okay. All right. So I've got news. 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 Insert news theme here. Okay. So thanks as always to David. Shout out to David. Hi, David. Oh, Cub reporter David. <laughs> Cub reporter on the street, David. He's <laughs> reporting the latest. Let's go to press. So, uh, so the movie In the Heights? Yes. There is an actress in it named Leslie Grace. Okay. She is now officially Batgirl. Oh, yes. So she has picked up the moniker of Batgirl and actually looking at her. Mm -hmm. She reminds me a lot of the late, great Eartha Kitt. Oh, who was who was actually not Batgirl, but she was Catwoman. Right. In the Adam West version of Batman. But anyhow, it, it I just thought that was a piece of cool news. Neat. Then. Uh, the trailer dropped. the The main trailer dropped for the new version of Dune that's going to be on HBO right. Max. Yeah. Oh my god, that mm. looks so good. It does, doesn't it? It actually does look good. And I was actually a fan of the 1984 version of Dune. I mean, yes, it was confusing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. But I actually watched it one day. I was living in I was I was living in New Hampshire at the time, and I was unemployed at the time. Mm. Good time to and watch so, things. And so I was I was depressed because I couldn't find a job, and I'm like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna watch Dune." And as long as you pay attention, the thing that's confusing the most are all the names. Yeah, yeah, the names. It's hard to keep track of who's who. You know, so. Once you follow, once you follow that, and get over the fact that Sting is a rock star but is not supposed to be a rock star, he's the bad guy in this movie. <laughs> once you get over that, you're fine. Hmm. It's not bad, even though it was drastically cut down by the studio when it was oh, cut. Well, that's because it's a massive series. Jeez. Well, it's a massive book. The first book is massive. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. And they filmed a lot more, but they had to cut it down. Blah blah blah. Well, this, this Dune looks amazing. So I can't wait for that. And that also will be on HBO Max later on. Excellent. I do want to see that. There will be a sequel to um, Army of the Dead from Zack Snyder because he signed a huge new deal with Netflix, which is great. Excellent. The new movie Old from... Uh, M Night Shyamalan. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It 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 rests somewhere around forty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Hmm. Great. Yes. Yes. Uh, then the the last piece of news that I have: Michael B. Jordan is actually going to play a multiversal Superman. Oh. Yes. Interesting. So apparently a few years after waxing and waning, 
it seems like DC's men of tomorrow are back in the spotlight. Hmm. So it's a separate Krypton themed project for specifically HBO Max. Okay. So what had happened was it's not a reimagining of our Clark Kent the way that we know him. This Michael B. Jordan project will he will star as Val Zod. First introduced in the 2014 comic as a Kryptonian from Earth 2. In other words, multiverse, who took on the mantle of Superman after Kal-El of his reality was killed Hmm. by an invasion of Earth 2 by Darkseid. So we are going to get Michael B. Jordan as a black Superman. All right. Cool. Looking forward to that. Awesome. So any hoosie, everybody, besides logging on and clicking on that uh, subscribe button there, why don't you log on to the watchlistpod.com and contact? I'm sorry. That's just stupid. Hit that contact (laughs) us button. Let us know. (laughs) I don't know why I do that. It's all the pain and all the drugs that I'm taking. Okay. Um, (laughs) I accept that. Yes. I, I don't even know what question to ask this week. What did you watch this week? Are you planning to see the Suicide Squad? And also, here is a question for everybody out there. At what point do you watch movies? Is there a cutoff point on an aggregator website? Do you go to subreddits about movies? What is too much for you to, what is the limit to which you will say, I will see something, I won't see something? Log on to thewatchlistpod.com, click on that contact us button, engage us on your social media at symbol the watchlist pod, at Pirate Alice or at Bill Larson, and let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know. I want to know what I want to know too. Because there are some times when I think, oh, wow, this movie actually got a low rating. How could people hate Zardoz? No, I'm just fucking (laughs) kidding. That movie is terrible. (laughs) Yeah. But how Uh, could somebody, you know? And then conversely, how do movies get such high Rotten Tomatoes scores? And I can look at it and go, meh. Meh. Anyhow. So there we go. Yeah. I guess this week I'll try to watch more new stuff. Yes, watch more new stuff. I'm going to watch more new stuff. Good plan. And I do have some exciting news. Did I share this with you? I think I shared this with you. But I, I haven't know. shared it with our listeners yet. Oh, what? do the eyebrow thing. Ah, oh, that's freaky as fuck. <laughs> ah, she's doing it again. I am now a member of the Television Academy. Yes. Isn't that exciting? It is exciting. I get to vote, Man, y'all. So exciting. Mandalorian, so an... best series ever. <laughs> well, are you late for that ballot or? I have no idea. Mm. I am late to, I'm definitely late to the party for nominating stuff to have, to be on the final nominations ballot. Okay. I need to figure out if I'm late to the party to actually do the final vote for the Emmys. Okay. Cause that'd be cool. B- But I don't necessarily just want to vote. I have always said, and you can go back and listen to to our our past podcast at thewatchlistpod.com, that if I was ever a voting member of any body, I would want to watch as much as I could. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. So I'd rather not I'd rather not vote now because I haven't seen a lot unless I can see everything that's at least been nominated. Mm-hmm. If I could legitimately do that, then I would feel okay in voting. Okay. But to vote but to vote for my favorites now, that would just be a very, you know, biased kind of vote. Mm-hmm. And I would like to think that I would be a voting member, unlike the Hollywood fucking foreign press, where my vote would actually mean something. Yeah. Anyhow. Okay. Yeah. Right. Fair enough. Okay. Fair cool. enough. All right, people. Wherever you are, please watch out for the Delta variant. It is serious. It is happening. Use your own caution. Use very good judgment. Mask up if you feel like it and get the damn shot. For fuck's sake, do it. It's not going to kill you and not give you three eyes, so shut up. Then you won't be magnetic. Right. All right. Well, you have a good week. (laughs) Yeah, you too. And we will see you all next time. Cool. Okay, Okay, bye. bye.